0: But, Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, 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 bro, where's the banjo?
1: I got, uh, I got Big Bri, Zoob. Zoom. I hey. also got my cousin Vinny here in the studio with us. Hey, good morning. And we are in episode 41 of Illegal Ham in the Face. Yeah. We're going to hit a little bit about uh, browns, a little bit about calves, and a little bit about Indians. Bri has a special topic tonight for our special guest. We have Chad. Most people know him as uh, Bane or... What is it? The uh, Bring Brownie Back? Yep. Bring Brownie Back. All right, so we have him on our show here in a little bit. We're going to bring him on when we start doing our Browns talk. But for right now, we are going to get our shout-outs. And I'm going to go first this time, Bri. And the first shout-out I got to give is to uh, my cousin Vinny over here. Hooked us up with the Foundry. We are going to be going live next Tuesday in your neck of the woods. We are going to be a beautiful... Medina, Ohio, at the Foundry Social. We will also have on the owner, well, excuse me, slash CEO of the Foundry Social with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to do some food. We're going to do some of their specialty drinks and talk some sports. So beware. We are going to go live on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, also want to shout out Mike Penn from last week. We had such a good time with Mike. Um, yep. Such a good time. He's such a good guy. And we are going to also um, thank the uh, Foundry for letting us go there and let the the cohorts kind of take over the asylum. So we'll see what happens.
0: It's a lot of fun. It's a great place.
1: Okay. Well, you're in charge, buddy. This is your neck of the woods. We're not used to being down there. You know, (laughs) We go down there, bad things happen. That's why I'm probably going to stay at your house. Hopefully my (laughs) wife doesn't hear this.
0: I know the local slang. I'll get you hooked up.
1: Perfect, perfect, perfect. Tell the three shots. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot do that anymore. The last time what I do did... you mean?
0: You no, just no, no, said no. you're going to stay at my place. I
1: am, but the last time I did that, I ended up with twins. I'm not doing that shit again, Bri. No no no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. If
0: you end up with twins uh, on that night staying at my place, we're going to have words.
1: I, I well, You needed <laughs> kids, Bri. You needed kids. <laughs> All right. Um, Vinny, do you got any shout-outs this week, bud?
2: Uh, you already shouted out, Foundry Social. you know. I'm very excited about that, absolutely. Vinny was
1: on a horde all week with him going, hey, we need to get these guys in here. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, he, what's really funny is behind the scenes, they're like, he goes, we're going to pay our way. We don't expect handouts from anybody and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, <laughs> the owner goes, yeah, let's see about that when we get here. <laughs> so you never did, know uh, what happens. Did he, did
0: he negotiate a, a free uh, go-kart race for us?
1: No, but he uh, he already said that uh, <coughs> we might play one game of pool and then he might have to leave. Pool? I didn't
0: even know they had a pool table there. Yeah. To be honest, that's oh, what I saw. Yeah. They got an
1: eight dollar pool table there. You can rip for an hour. You know, we gave us Vinny oh. and I can play with that. Oh yeah. Oh okay. You know what? I think uh, I think it's on the. It's not in the
0: bar area. It's on the other side by the go karts. I think I know what you're talking about. All right. All right, Brian. You got any
1: shout outs, bud
0: uh nothing great uh i i guess we're kind of in the middle right now of this uh snowmageddon 2021 whatever they're calling it it hasn't been too uh terribly bad but let me just shout out the uh the workers for odot um you know keeping everybody safe uh we I, we had a successful drive in and drive home from work so they're doing some great things and also i guess uh I had, with this being Fat Tuesday today, I had over the weekend my first, how do you say it, uh, Poochki? Have you ever heard of a Poochki?
1: Oh, heck yeah. You actually had your first one?
0: I had my first Poochki, yeah. It was was delicious. It was actually from a local uh, grocery store here. Bueller's has a bakery, and I got a four-pack, variety four-pack. I think it was apple strawberry lemon and apricot oh it's not bad i mean it's it's very very similar to a jelly donut so okay
1: all right well that's one a- with
0: too high expectations but a donut's a donut it was fantastic
1: all right all right well let's get to our show Brian because guess sure. what buddy it is we have no sponsor now so that kind of fell through i haven't heard back from our sponsor so we're just going to kind of do our own thing like we always do right they folded already? I I guess I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I've messaged and it, it is what it is. But let's get into our trivia, Brian. You ready? Okay. Yep. Well, our trivia is actually brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. You can get a hold of Papa V at Curb Appeal419.com for all your landscaping needs. All right, Brian, I guess it's your turn. Yeah, it is. Um, And with last week started
0: the offseason and with the NFL offseason, that brings a crap ton of NFL draft talk for us. And so If you're a member, if you're a fan of the Browns, if you're a fan of the draft, um, you know, we'll be talking a lot coming up and primarily we'll be talking what they do in the first round. So I'm looking for, this is a gettable one for you. I think I'm looking for the number of first round draft picks that the Browns made that are still on the team. So picked by the Browns on the first round how many guys are still left on the team?
1: All right. All right. Jeez, well, I can get it. it I'll give you be...
0: one. Baker Mayfield.
1: Well, yeah. How's that? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now that we are getting into the Browns, we got to bring in our special guest. And uh, our special guest, I reached out to him and said, hey, you want to come on and talk some food, and talk some sports with us? He goes, H to the yeah, let's do it. So right now, let me bring in... The man, as everybody knows him, in the RBS, Bane.
3: What's going on, guys? How yeah. we doing, Ham? Ah, oh, ah,
2: oh, oh. oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Chad, what's going on, bud?
3: Not much, guys. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't do it forever, though, no, man. I appreciate
1: it. It's, <laughs> oh, man. it's been a while since you've done it.
3: Uh, it's yeah, it's been a couple months since I've called in. I feel like I told you that I feel bad. I, I haven't had the time to with work and some of that, but hopefully the spring changes that a little bit.
1: All so. right. So we are going to get in our browns. <laughs> and right now, uh the big news that happened over what a little bit of last week and part of this week, uh J J Watt got released from the Texans. So there is a whole bunch of rumblings about uh JJ Watt coming to Cleveland or Pittsburgh, if you can believe that BS. Uh, but also we got to uh we gotta talk about what Brian wants to talk about today. Brian, why don't you set it up? Because you you actually brought this up to me and mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed what you said. So why don't you set this up, buddy?
0: Okay. Um so if you remember what was it? It was sometime in the summer. It was before the Browns' season. We made and it was the Browns, the Indians, and the Calves. We made our bold predictions for what was going to happen on the uh, 2020 NFL season. And so, I think that
2: was now what, episode to, five,
1: right? What's that? I think that was like episode five, right? That sounds is correct. that right. I
2: that, think that it is. was right. correct.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. So go back and listen. We weren't. Too far off. I mean, you had some pretty bold ones, and they almost came true. I think um, twelve
1: and four Browns.
0: Yep. Yeah, and and so trying to reflect on this season, you know, me up, I'm, I'm trying to hold on to this Brown season for as long as I can because it's been such a long time coming, and I'm not ready to get over it yet. So especially with the Cavs going in the tank. We know what the Indians are going to be, or we have a good feeling on how, how bad they're going to be this year. So I'm trying to hold on to those good memories. And so we did our bold predictions before the season. Now I want your bold statement about the Browns 2020 season. It could be anything that you believe, uh, something that maybe other people might not think of when they think of this past season, you know, try to stay away from hypotheticals like if greedy Williams and Grant Delpit were healthy, we would have won the super bowl. I mean, there's no real way to, to predict that. So something like if you think Baker was a top five quarterback this past year, then say that. I think that's pretty bold. Or Jarvis Landry is a top receiver in the NFL. You know, if you believe it, then, then there's no wrong answer. So I don't know if you guys want to go first. You want me to go first? Oh No, let's,
1: you said you had one that would blow my doors off, and I want to hear it.
0: I have one that I truly believe, and it's something that I was gonna give you what ten, twenty guesses, and I, I was pretty sure you probably wouldn't come up with it and so it's not it's more about the um the second half of the season because the first half wasn't great um, team was kind of up and down, but they really found their footing in the second half of the season, so my bold statement about uh, the 2020 season was Olivier Vernon was our best defensive player in the second half of the year. And better than Miles Garrett.
1: That was your uh, better,
0: better than Denzel Ward. And, I mean, it was a huge loss when we lost him that last game of the year because he honestly could have been the difference in that uh, Kansas City game if he was there. Not
3: to jump in, guys, but I fully agree with that. And Miles wasn't yeah. the same after the COVID. He right. His sacks per game went down. But if Vernon wouldn't have got hurt in Kansas City or didn't make the playoffs, but if he would have been there in Kansas City, I think that would have been the difference. I really do. Right. Right. I mean, he, it's crazy to think because he was such a bust
0: in his first year and a half as a Browns player. But he just – I don't know if it was people double teaming Miles because he was – he was fast out of the gates those first few games, but he he came into his own. He had nine sacks the final nine games. If he kept that up the whole year, he would have led the NFL in sacks. And so he, you look at the stats. I don't have to defend it. He, you look at the stats. Those final not eight or nine games, he outperformed Miles Garrett.
1: Okay, but also okay. Well, we'll get to. Right. Yes, I know COVID. I, yes, I'm not saying he's no, a better no, no, player no, 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 than no, Miles no, Garrett. No, no, but no. I understand saying, what you're saying, but yeah, of course he's going to be the better half of the defense because for one, half the defense was out due to COVID, or the defense was like the uh, freshman varsity football or the freshman team that you're going against a varsity like i don't know oh here's my sister again dang it i love it when she calls me like this love it 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 all right so for you
3: to go back to Hinesfield?
1: (laughs) no i can't i can't right now because she's probably calling about my dad so we gotta give me a second but no uh I hear you, Bri. I like I believe that <clears throat> Vernon really I'm with you guys. He was the best guy on the defense the second mm-hmm. half. And you had too many injuries, you had too many just unknowns playing. And you know, when you start your whole secondary, your whole secondary is practice squad players at the time. Of course yeah, Vernon's very- gotta do something.
0: You still had some decent players on that defense. I mean, Miles Garrett is still Miles Garrett, whether he has COVID or not. He still had Denzel Ward pre-COVID with his stint with it. So you still had some Pro Bowl players, and he outperformed all of them. He was a Pro Bowl player the second half of the year. And to tie it into the J.J. Watt conversation, everyone's getting all jazzed up about possibly getting J.J. Watt. I mean, if we could just get Olivier Vernon – um, from the last half of last year, I mean, we have another Pro Bowler on the defensive end, and I don't think JJ Watt has that in him. He only had five sacks last year, so was, I think he's a good player. No. Don't get me wrong; I just don't we, think he's a on. huge difference
1: maker. We we talked about this, Bry. He was playing on a crap team with a crap right. coach. Who's going to give a hundred percent on that?
0: But do you think you're with thirty-two-year-old JJ Watt? You think you're getting a Pro Bowler?
1: No, I don't expect a Pro Bowler from J.J. Watt. That's I That's what people are talking about. Well, him. that's because they're stupid. You're not going to get a Pro Bowl person out of J.J. Watt. What you're getting out of J.J. Watt, for one, is leadership, because he leads a different way. For two, an outstanding person from what we know for all his time in Houston, and a workhorse, an actual workhorse when he's not injured. So that's what you're getting out of J.J. Watt. Right, I don't I least, mean I don't want I don't want the defensive player year J.J. Watt. I want J J Watt what he is now because it frees up Miles Garrett. It frees up our defensive tackles because when a quarterback looks over that line and goes, "Holy shit, they got J J Watt and Miles Garrett." What am I going to do?
0: Yeah, true. I mean, I agree. I and I don't get me wrong. I think he's still a heck of a player. I just. I think at this point he's more of a name than he is uh an elite talent. Um but he can absolutely help, but I'm not I'm saying don't think this defense is going to take a giant step from going from Olivier Vernon to JJ Watt next year. I think if anything you take a little bit of a step back. Now alongside with that having a healthy um Miles Garrett for 16 games, that's the biggest factor in
1: it. Well, and he's already had covid so hopefully he doesn't get it again. Yeah.
0: Right. And <laughs> I mean not knock, knock on wood. He had all those oh. injuries early in his career and hopefully he's over that and he can win us a defensive player of the year.
1: So so Chad, what's your uh, what's your bold predict of the 2020 season?
3: You guys got me all amped up with the JJ Watt talk. I was ready to jump <laughs> in on that but we'll, that's the next topic. No, um I-
1: Okay. No, we'll get on to it right after this. Yeah,
3: one. that was a good, no, no, no. So my bold one would be, um, I really don't think we make the playoffs with OBJ playing the full year. I think Baker found his footing and people really downplay Richard Higgins and the role that he played to get us to the playoffs. And unfortunately with the non penalty call, what could have happened in the playoffs? Um, I, I think that with, with OBJ, just the, the tempo was different and, I don't think that we can go into next season having the two receivers with a $15 million cap, hit, unfortunately, and a lot of people disagree with that. But my bold prediction would be I don't know how much success we would have had, as you guys have been to encapsulate what you guys were saying in the second half of the season, how much success we would have had if OBJ wouldn't have got hurt, unfortunately.
1: That is definitely bold. I, I kind of agree because I think Baker needed to find his footing, like you said. He needed to become Baker of old because Baker of old didn't have OBJ. You know, when he came into the league, he had Jarvis and that was it in Hollywood. And he spread the ball around more when he was a rookie than he did when OBJ got here. So, I mean, you know, I, I it's hard to say how it goes
3: it's it's a tough it's a tough one to say and that's why a lot of people talk about but i always go back to the baltimore game week one a lot of people don't remember that game or want to but they force him the ball how many times in that drive in the second half right out the gate
1: yeah and you know that's actually both of you have come strong with this Man, like Olivier Vernon, and we wouldn't make the playoffs if OBJ would still be on the team.
3: I hate to say it, though, man. I mean, I'm not saying get rid of the guy, and a lot of people on Twitter how are am I sp- trying how to I- split the fence on it. But it's it's just tough because it seems like Baker became the man in that huddle when OBJ left that huddle. I mean, that's what I noticed and from afar. I mean, we we're not there to judge, but
1: how am I supposed to I follow don't this shit up? Like, really? Let's be honest. How am I supposed to follow this up? <laughs> Like Hugh Jackson was the greatest alone. coach ever. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs>
0: Stefanski, I mean, that's that's not as crazy as you might think it is. I mean, for I him actually, to win, all right. be the best coach in the league in a COVID year, his very first year as a head coach, I mean, th- that's a strong
1: take. All right. so that, is that, yeah.
0: That's not your bold uh, statement, though, no, is it?
1: No. Oh. No. And my bold statement, and it goes back way before this, But I honestly do think that this team, in my bold statement, wouldn't have made the playoffs if it wasn't for Jarvis Landry. Jarvis got healthy. He started playing better. He knew Odell was out, and he stepped up. And having him to be the voice in the locker room, the leader in the locker room, especially on that offense, the whole guy's accountable. I think that he was probably the best thing. And that's just me personally.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, everyone loves Jarvis because he's a leader because he takes accountability and, you know, even when he's not producing on the field, he's a guy everyone can look to in that locker room. And he can almost take the brunt of the blow when everyone's, dishing out a criticism towards the offense, he can, he says, put it on my shoulders. It's not Baker's fault. It's us. We have to be better. And so I think guys I look up that. to that and, you know, he's worth his weight in gold on
3: this team because he is a leader. And I, I love that too. Week 17, who did Stefanski put the ball in his hands at the goal line to get the touchdown Jarvis Landry. Yep. Right. Yep.
1: I just, you know, Jarvis is just, he's special from this team. And, you know, he just, when he, as soon as he came in, he just took over this team and he saw what was happening here. And he changed, he changed the whole culture starting out. And I really do. I think that was a thing between him and uh, John Dorsey and John Dorsey stealing him was the, uh, the best thing that, you know, he could do for this franchise right out of the gate. So, Vinny, oh, Vinny's getting a clipboard. Uh, Vinny's not going to chime in on this one because Vinny's behind the scenes taking care of some stuff right now. So, okay. all right, let's get into the JJ. You know, because honestly, Chad wants to get into JJ. We, we didn't let him chime yeah. in with us. So, what are your feelings about JJ? And that sounds like a huge dog behind you. What is I'm sorry, that, I didn't know
3: if you'd hear. That's my great dane. I'm sorry, oh, man. you have a great date? Oh, we got to see yeah, that thing. She's... I got
1: Princess, who is a beagle. <laughs> And Big Bri has got uh, a, I don't know what Jack Lily Russell, is. Jack Russell. Jack, sorry. Jack
3: Russell. The, wife, the, the wife ordered some kind of food or an I'm sure an Amazon package is here mm-hmm. like usual. So, oh, she, so is she's it going nuts. Pure bread? She's, 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 she's almost two years old. Yeah, she's pure She's an American. She's not a
1: european okay. great dancer. so oh, she's not as big she's only about
3: 150 pounds she's oh that's standing.
1: that's it only 150 pounds that's what what are your legs bry
3: <laughs> oh she sleeps she sleeps in the bed with us because my wife will not kick her out that's why i'm like dude wow. yeah dog i can't move do you like, have her so i'm like oh it's a nightmare but i, I apologize do, yeah, no, no 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 that's here. perfect
1: because princess interrupts all of our stuff every time she really does <laughs> she gets in here starts barking in the background Brian wanted me to add it to one of our sounders, you know. Here, her bellowing in the background. Oh no, yeah,
0: no. Oh, yeah. There, there was one one episode where right as you were going off air, she starts howling, and it
3: was perfect. Oh, she's, yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, I mean that needs to be the end of the show every single time. I think. That's great, but but no 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 on JJ though. I mean, I'm on the split fence because I think the guy is going to be great for the team and it it is a name and it's somebody that I just don't know like to to, to encapsulate what you guys said earlier I don't think teams fear him anymore nine sacks in his last 24 games I mean he's not 2018 J.J. Wadden and yeah he played 16 games last year so there's people on Twitter that are dinging him like oh yeah and I even made half-ass you know if he plays four games good luck but he's just not that monster anymore. And he played 16 games last year, five sacks. And the year before that, he had a better year for eight games, but he was hurt then. I just don't think analytics tells you you sign a guy. It depends on the price tag, to be honest. But you don't sign a guy at his stage in his production that he's shown last year for, you know, 12 to 15 million a year. And that's probably what he's going to get unless he gives us a hometown discount, but he might as well give that to his brother to go to Pittsburgh. Right, so I'm not for or against well, they it. Have but to, it's got to be the prices right.
1: They have to give up so much cap at Pittsburgh to bring him in. They got to figure out it. They got. Right. They
3: don't have it. They, they don't have.
1: They're it. like they thirty million dollars over. But
0: That's my,
1: true. but my thing is, is I'm not bringing him in to be that guy. I'm not. I'm not bringing him in to get you nine sacks or however. It may, I'm bringing him in as a elite leader on a defense that we need. Because yes, Miles Garrett is the leader of the defense. Miles Garrett seems really quiet. J.J. Watt mm-hmm. looks like the kind of guy that will get in the safety's face if he screws up, right? And hold people accountable. That's that's my thinking of J.J. Watt. We need that veteran leadership. And like you said, mm-hmm. the price has got to be right. Because if he's asking too much, then we're going to. But we also offer J- Damian Clowney how much money. To come here, we offered him the most, and he said, "Screw you guys,"
3: because. But we hold,
1: yeah. But we hold a different cachet now.
3: And yes, my thing, my thing on it is though: you already have that. Just like we're going back to the bold statement, you have that, and Olivier Vernon already in the locker room with proven production. Why do you need to go out and sign that when we have other holes at linebacker and DB that we could spend on? Well, yes,
1: but you know, you could actually get those. They're going to get those guys for cheap in the draft. You know it's hard to find a defensive player, especially a defensive lineman, that will come in right out of the gate and actually help on your defensive line at twenty six.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's let's be honest. I'd rather I'd rather spend that money on Patrick Peterson personally than than JJ Watt with what we have right
1: now. Well, right. yes, but we and, can't afford Patrick Peterson. I mean
0: to um to say that we're going to miss Olivier Vernon next year. I mean. It's it sucks because he could have been, I think if Olivier Vernon were gonna be healthy and he didn't tear his Achilles and miss probably the whole year, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about signing JJ Watt because uh we'd have our guy, we'd have our bookends, we'd have, you know, those dominant two ends that can get to the quarterback, uh like Tampa Bay did in the Super Bowl. And just to paint a picture, um For how J.J. Watt can become that Pro Bowl player again, the one way I can see it is he's not the alpha dog on that defensive line anymore if he comes to Cleveland. It's Miles Garrett's defense. It's Miles Garrett's defensive line, and maybe that motivates him to step his game up because – you know, he probably has gone a whole decade without being the best guy on the defense. And so he can look over to Miles Garrett and say, I need to step my game up. I need to be as good as him. And I need to propel this defense to another level that they've never seen before. And I mean, he's as competitive as they come. JJ Watt is. And so I think if we get him in here, he's going to do everything he can because it's been what a couple years maybe three four five years since he's really been on a Super Bowl contending team I know they had some success a couple years ago in the playoffs but it's been downhill ever since for them so maybe that reinvigorates him, and he says you know it's time to go to work and it's time to get
3: better even at 32 years old
1: Uh, yeah
3: it's it's tricky but the one thing that I worry about too is Chubb's going to need re-signed soon Baker too so is JJ going to come here on a one year deal and and if he would then yeah I'd say give him you know 12, 13, 14 eight, whatever he needs on a one year but after that you got to sign guys I mean, Well,
1: yeah but as you also got to factor in he can front load the contract where it's technically a it's a three year right. deal but it's technically a one year deal that's true yeah. So they, they, they have ways that they could get around it they really do I and mean, he would, you know, like- there's
0: no doubt he would be a Band-Aid for next year, for the next two years, whatever. He's not the long-term uh, fix on your defensive line, but as we've talked in the past, your window's open. This is this is the time to do it. You need to strike while the iron's hot, and you need to go win a Super Bowl, if not next year, in two years, and okay. you know worry about 2023 20, when it
3: comes here, because you need to be all in these next two years. Yeah, I don't think there's a fan that doesn't want JJ Watt. It's just, it's just, it's a name. what does JJ Watt want? Yeah, <laughs> I guess is the question. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. God, it would just, it would it's be tricky. nice because you know it, the reason why is because the other big names that we've brought in here, Dwayne Bo, Kenny Britt. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm being serious though. Like nobody wants to come to Cleveland and play. Like it, That's it's different yeah. now. It's different right. now. After after different. one year, it's different now.
3: I think it is. After yeah. one year, oh, it's yeah. different now. Stefan Stefanski yeah. is the difference. Yeah, you're you're because last you were year we eight team last year. Yeah, but you're last not a, yeah, but last year we tried to get Clowney
1: and they wanted he wanted nothing to do with Cleveland.
3: That guy's not about winning. Well, Clowney doesn't want to win. Well, no. But JJ just, Watt seems like oh, yeah. a winner to me. Well, he right. went to Tennessee.
1: No. Who was what AFC champ or uh... not champ? But
3: well
0: you got to figure a lot has changed is far more as everyone yeah. thought towards Cleveland in the last year.
3: And so I still don't think Clowney's
0: a winner though. <laughs> yeah. This time yeah. last year, Cleveland. Yeah. With regards to Clowney, you got to figure this was a completely, te- completely different team a year ago. This was a team that had a head coach that had not proven anything. This was a team with a quarterback who had a lot of questions and, There was a lot of questions in general around this roster. Can they mold together? And so I understand why Clowney didn't want to come here, but um, yeah, the thought towards the Browns is completely different this year. After what they did, making it to the playoffs as such a young team, and then sticking it to the Steelers, which I still can't get enough of, and actually hanging with, I know with Chad Henney, but hanging with the Chiefs that everyone thought was unbeatable. So I don't think we're going to hurt trying to get uh, free agents here this year i think teams see this as an up-and-coming team or players see this as an up-and-coming team and i mean if you want to jump on the bandwagon now's the time to do it because we're not going to have a ton of money in the future to sign these free agents
1: i hear you i hear you so uh chad you got one last thing you want to talk about the browns before we uh transition over
3: no no, no. I oh no,
1: really? All right, so we got our JJ talking, we got our statement of the uh off season.
3: And well, now I mean, if you guys want to talk, to, I mean, what do you guys just just draft wise? What are you guys have a position in mind or just real quick cuz I'm a huge Zayvon Collins. I love yeah. I love Collins coming out. That's I, the one thing I want to say real quick.
1: <laughs> I, I would uh defensive tackle. That's me. Yep. If they have a solid one there, yes because you got Sean Richardson for just a little bit more. And because you can pick up a good quarter in the second round, I think. I really, Absolutely. Really...
3: This this draft's really set up for you. Yeah.
1: Me. Like Sean Wade from Ohio State, <laughs> State <laughs> University. <clears throat> Brian. No. He's uh, not a first rounder anymore? It doesn't matter. Hey. Oh, okay. He's,
0: was, he's, was he's that, borderline. He's hey, right there.
1: Hey. Neither was Delpit, yeah. right? So.
0: <laughs> all right. No. Yeah. Uh, well, Delpit hasn't proven anything. We hope he's going to be great.
1: Well, he, he was a, a first-rounder in his junior year, and guess what? He stuck it out in oh, yeah. second round. Yep.
0: After, um, after the Super Bowl, where Tom Brady won another uh, championship, I was convinced that they have to go defensive line because that's how you disrupt uh, elite quarterbacks in their prime is – you get pressure on them with four guys. And so I know we need help at linebacker. I'm hopeful that some of these young linebackers can develop. You were talking about how much you love uh Phillips and, and Phillips. I agree with you and, and I think he can be great. And I I'm excited to see what he brings next year. Mac Wilson also. I know you know everyone wants to dog on him because of of the injury and him trying to come back. Don't forget, we thought we lost him after the first couple of weeks of the season. We thought we lost him for the whole year. And for him to come back, there's no doubt he wasn't 100%. So I still have faith in our linebackers, but, man, I, I want a dominant defensive line. And so if you can get a defensive end or a defensive tackle, I've talked to Christian Barmore before. Um, there's other defensive ends that maybe could possibly fall there if we don't get a J.J. Watt. So I'm all
3: in. Get, give me the front four. I guess to that, though, is the, it's like the flavor of the month with what the Buccaneers just did in the Super Bowl. Because remember the Legion of Boom with those DBs? Everybody said, you need to draft six-foot-four quarterbacks now right. with what they did. Right. And now that's not the case at all. You know, yeah, that's, well. It's just the flavor of the month in the NFL. So I feel oh, like yeah. we just need to be well-rounded. That's why I like Collins a lot. More. Or if we get Matt Judon in, in free agency, somebody like that, which right. we're not going to be able to sniff his price tag. but. I just want to well-round that defense out in front seven.
0: It's a copycat league. There's no doubt about it. People see what uh, Tampa Bay did, and they're going to try to emulate that to try to take out Pat Mahomes. But you know what? You know, there's only so many Devin White linebackers. There's only so many Levante David linebackers to where you can drop those guys back in coverage and let your front four just tee off on them and trust that your linebackers are going to cover the scrambles or cover the short routes. So – you're right. We just have to we have to shore up every position on that defense and not have a weakness.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you guys talk about like the blueprint. I think the 49ers started that blueprint with Bosa, with Buckner, with all those guys up front getting a pass rush, and you know they need they need to have a decent pass rush because if they don't. I think they're screwed because you're still unproven in the secondary, besides Ward. And guess what? You'll get the top taken off of you. So, oh, yeah. so boys, let's get into our Cleveland Cavaliers, who have benched their starting center. Uh, Kevin Love is still nursing a quad strain, like I am nursing a hamstring from 1997. Um, uh, what else are we going to do? They're losing. They lost eight in a row. Was it nine in the last ten? Like, they're we're we're finally in the dumpster fire of the Cavs because their best defensive output was 119 points, is what I heard today. 119 points. So this is where we're at with the Cavs. So I just want to, you know, we're almost to the All Star break. We're almost to the trade deadline. All right, so I'm going to give you guys a quick, yay or nay. Andre Drummond with the Cavs, yay or nay?
3: He's a, he's a roster dump. That's all he's. That's all they're trying to do. I okay. mean, Windhorse said it. You're going to get like a second round pick for the guy if you're lucky.
1: Okay, and so he's
3: not going to resign here, but it's, it's it hurts as a fan because I liked watching him. Remember when the team the first seven games this year, we were all like, "Man, this team's young and..." Well, until Fun they to watch now, it's not even worth watching. They're until they actually 30 points a game. <laughs> well, until they
1: actually drafted the center that they wanted uh, or traded for with Jared Allen. Yeah, and right. then he kind of goes like, oh, I'm out. What about uh, yeah. Kevin love? Big Brian. Yay or nay?
0: No, I mean, it's become more apparent over the last couple weeks that we're not quite out of the woods with the Cavs. We're still rebuilding. Um, It would be nice to make the playoffs, but it probably would hurt this organization um, to not get maybe. I I know we've been through this whole uh, charade with the lottery the last couple of years and getting screwed over. But from what I hear, this this draft is one of the strongest draft classes in the last five, 10 years. So if we're going to get a top 10 pick, this is a year to do it. And I'm not saying the Cavs are tanking, but. I don't think they're going all in trying to make the playoffs or by any means.
1: All right. So let's move on after the beer crack. I'm done with the calves. So let's go on to the Indians. The Indians signed a couple guys. They're just another guy. Like they always do. But there's one guy I'm actually excited about. Cause I told Brian, I told you about it. There's a video of this guy spiking on his cleat, a red bull and shotgunning that son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, holy cow, we got our Baker Mayfield in right field. Here we go. And so, but what was his name? Gamble? I can't remember what his name
3: is. This is it Ben Gamble? Yes, yes, that guy.
1: With, uh, I, all I see was the spike. He looked at the camera, spikes it right into his cleat, pops the tab, down, gone. I'm like, that is nice. Like, I... <laughs> I mean, it's not as nice as biting a can and then you know going at it, but you know, different way of doing it.
3: I guess I'm more yeah, excited I mean, for Rosario just so we don't have to play against him this year because he was killing us every time we play against
1: him. <laughs> well, who didn't kill us besides? Well, yeah. So, what are you guys' uh, You know, spring training's right around the corner. What are you guys' expectations this year? I mean let let's be honest. I mean, are we expecting a playoff team? Yeah, borderline.
0: I, I think, um, yeah, losing Lindor and Cookie, it, it sucks. But um, I don't think it's quite as bad as everyone thinks it's going to be because you still have a talented pitching staff. It's going to be like pulling teeth watching the Indians this year because they're going to win a heck of a lot of three to two games, two to one games, and it's just not going to be fun to watch. But I think they will. Uh, hover, hover around 500. And I think if they can get a couple of wins here or there that maybe they you don't expect them to, they can win 85 games. They can win between 85 and 90 games. I wouldn't be surprised at that. So it, it's one thing to have a team that nobody expects anything from uh, to go up and overachieve. Because when the expectations are super high, uh maybe you crumble under those but i I feel like the bar is set so low by the dolans not spending money that this team's gonna overachieve for sure i just i don't know if they'll make the playoffs or not but i I would expect them to be better than what we think they're gonna be
1: chad
3: i think this is an 81 and 81 ball club unfortunately the cesspool in the outfield is even worse this year billy hamilton is your mainstay now or in your was, platoon, okay. and he batted 125 last year. It's awful. Yeah, that rotation. Oh. And I love McKenzie. And yeah. that rotation will keep us in a lot of games, but there's just no bats. This is going to be bad.
1: So, so the only bats you got are, let's let's be honest, you got Jose still, which who might be shopped right before the trade deadline. <laughs> Probably. Um, you got Bill who's got a big bat, but... Eh, and then after that, what else do you have? Cesar? Hernandez. Got Hernandez oh yeah, know? Cesar with a single <laughs> out in the right field. Like what do you what are you doing here? We That's need, what I mean. We need some bats in this life. Do you
3: guys remember watching games last year where Beaver would go like shut out first oh, yeah. five innings? We'd be down or he would he'd would be right in, give up one run and he's oh, pitching yeah. great. And, and we're Lewis. down one nothing. And you know the game's over. Hey, it's it's that's, a, a, that's that, going to be worse this
1: year. It's a Kluber Unlockable. syndrome. That was the same thing with Kluber. Kluber did the exact same thing for how many years where he won oh, a yeah. Cy Young because he won one nothing games, and that's all that they would muster. Like, he had the worst run support. But, guys, I want you guys to know, it actually came out today. Right now, the Indians... Have got the second top farm system in the major league baseball. So, really, hold <laughs> your buttons. Let's go! Like, woo!
0: We got uh we got cows and pigs and horses
3: on that farm, or what? Can, what can we, we, we even call them the Indians anymore? But that the thing that I tweeted right before we got on. Did you guys see Kevin Pillar signed with the Mets for five million dollars? He hit two eighty eight last year huge defensive outfielder you hey, know how good he would have fit no, on this no, no. team can't, with this rotation That just these small little pieces would make the difference and that would right. even turn me more on as a fan than what they're doing you, no they gave us billy hamilton they hit 125 last year it's but he, it's done but we're not gonna fast, do nothing
1: but he's fast he's fast on the bases <laughs> When he gets on,
3: twelve percent of the time that he bats.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Tito likes to squeeze bunt and pitch bunt and all it's, sorts of bunts.
3: It's okay. It's, it's a, okay. It's a sad. It's a sad joke, boys. I feel. I. Yeah. I just feel bad. Well, guys, I mean,
1: it, it'll be it'll
0: be great to uh, to go to the games again in the summertime. But you're going to yeah. go there, not really paying attention to baseball. You just want to go there because
3: the Parma chicks.
1: You can. Right.
0: <laughs> hey, you can't say
3: Thank that
1: you. on here. <laughs> as sure as I can. Well, no, because we got to go to Parma at some point in time and do a live show. <laughs> can't do that now.
2: It's not a bad
1: thing. Yeah, uh, That's true. All right. So, boys, <laughs> let's quickly get into, if I can play it. Oh.
2: And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday.
1: All right. So, Bob's bringing us in. It is Fat Tuesday, all right, literally Fat Tuesday, and we are doing Fat Boy Tuesday. And my Fat Boy Tuesday this week, we are talking about Valentine food. So, Vinny, unmute your mic, here we go. (laughs) All right, so, boys, for Valentine's Day, all right, everybody does the wonderful, wonderful spread for the wife. Like, we know a guy, Brian, we know a guy that makes this immaculate chocolate house with strawberries <laughs> on the inside, pours a little rum on it, lights it up, and lets it all melt down. He calls it the penny dropper. Uh, <laughs> but he also has five kids. So. <laughs> four. Four? Four. Are we sure?
0: I'm positive.
1: All right, so for Valentine's Day, and Chad's just losing it right now. All right, so for Valentine's Day, it's,
3: that's not beard, is it? Cause no, he does no, no, have no, like seven kids. No, 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 it's not beard. It's it's one of oh.
1: it's it's one of it's actually it's Brian's cousin, and if he listens, he'll understand. And the guys that do listen to this show will laugh their ass off at this. So. I actually asked Beard if he was starting an Amish community because he had so many kids and then he's like no so we're still getting off track alright so Valentine's Day this year you know I did something special because my wife works from home alright she doesn't get out much and I sent her out I I actually put the foot in the ass and sent her out of the house and said you need to get out of here I'm like for Valentine's Day go do something I don't care what it is. I don't care what you do. Go do something. She goes, what if it's another guy? I'm like, don't care. See ya. Peace Vinny? out. Like, I no, it's not Vinny. Oh. I, I tried to do something <laughs> special for my lady. But also with food, though, I cooked her favorite meal, which was a Giovanni. And if you've never heard of a Giovanni in West Virginia, they actually have a burger with a double cheeseburger with avalero peppers, and it's on Texas toast. And you cut it down the middle. So I made that for her for her uh, Valentine's Day. You know what I had? Tater tots. So, Chad, what did you do for Valentine's Day with your wife?
3: Do I followed that up? So actually what See? I did, you know did my wife's feel- into the spicy food as well as I am. So I did some Asian thing with some chicken breasts in a crock pot shredded the chicken and then put some cayenne on there we made tacos out of it oh nice she liked that it was really good and she said she had never had it before and i found the recipe from a guy on twitter of course and
1: oh, that's it I was think. pretty good that's <laughs> but
3: awesome. also what if they weren't good my backup was i always go to Heggy's on tuscaroras up there in canton okay Get the peanut butter clusters. So that's why oh, it's yeah, a fallback. Oh, yeah, oh, she, yeah. she was, she was like, all right, we were good before that, but she's like, yeah, this was a game changer at the end. So, so
1: like we we do uh, Malley's here in Cleveland.
3: Yeah. Oh, so, it's great stuff. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Brian, I'm going to put you in hold because I know so, what you did. So yeah. I'm putting you in hold, Viddy. What about Valentine's
2: Day for you, brother? Valentine's Day for me, we actually had a, a place for the kids to go and then uh went ahead i took mama out to uh it was the pomeroy house okay in strongsville okay Mm -hmm. yeah you know this place Bry. yeah
0: it's good stuff did you eat upstairs or did you eat in the pub downstairs
2: no no we ate upstairs we Okay. okay early enough we got in early enough got a reservation for two the whole nine yards so yeah it was very nice uh Mm -hmm. mama had the the fresh uh lake Erie walleye and i had a six ounce filet mignon so uh i yeah i ate expensive uh, 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 it was a a six ounce though yeah yeah oh yeah i got the the small one i got i got the small one
1: now question is did Uh you hit up burger King on the way home no no Uh, taco bell Nope. Rallies.
2: Nope. McDonald's. Nope. All right. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> Dairy Queen. Because we didn't end up going home afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, that, so, that okay. our night continued.
1: All right. Oh, there's the wife. Hello. We we saw Chad's wife. <laughs> She's waving.
3: She wanted to make sure I was still alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Brian.
1: So what'd you do for Valentine's Day, brother?
0: Yeah, you guys are making me look bad talking about cooking food for your wife. Um,
1: I don't I know if my wife felt. would
0: eat my cooking, to be honest. So I took you the easy it, way I out. And we went up to, uh, to Crocker Park, and I took her to her favorite restaurant, uh, Cheesecake Factory. And we we actually went at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday because we couldn't get reservations. It was still like almost a two-hour wait. Was Baker um, there?
1: Baker Baker was <laughs> in the back.
0: That, that's dumpster. what my uh, sister-in-law said, so shout out to Jay Lane for making that j- joke. <laughs> see Baker in the back? I said, nope, I was looking. I didn't see him. Nope, nothing. So <laughs> so can we
1: have a, a Fat Boy uh, confidential right now between all of okay. us? Okay. Sure. I have never been to the Cheesecake Factory.
3: Neither have I. I I've heard great things, but yeah, I've never I, been. To I've, it, so. I've
1: never been. I've never even I, come close. Like, I see it, and I'm like... I love cheesecake. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Uh, I've never been, never been.
2: I think I have. They ones. have
1: like seventeen pages for
0: their menu, so it'll take you a while to get through it. Um, but and it's obviously good. it's a nicer restaurant, so it's a little overpriced. But right, it, it's
3: really good food. Right. Is it it's- like burgers or like American food or like honestly, what's the
0: uh, they have a lot of sandwiches. They have a crap ton of pasta. They have probably six pages of pasta dishes wow So there's a ton of pasta they have steaks they have seafood pretty much i mean you figure with a menu that big they have pretty much whatever you want and and i'm not be honest i'm not even a big uh, cheesecake guy but whenever i go there I, I get a peanut butter cheesecake and they probably have 30 different 40 different types of cheesecake so it's pretty awesome nice i'll have
3: to check that out that sounds good hold on baby, hold on
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, man. I I'd almost rather go to Mama Catina's. That way, I get one page of pasta but seventeen different sauces. Yeah, <laughs> <Damn>, right. <laughs> get, right. It was I no was too actually
0: far of a drive for us.
1: Yo, know, he actually says that, and I was going to say, how does that face not like cheesecake? Um, uh, yeah. but I mean, I've seen your face. Well, uh, I have. All,
0: I get all my cheese off my large pizza.
1: Well, that's true. Now, hold on. Now we gotta all right. Now we're getting to fat boy Tuesday. We're we're going deep now. We're going deep. So Brian is not Catholic, all right. At all. All right. But he gives up stuff for lit. Brian, yep. what did you do? Yep. To, did you stop at Pile Mine?
0: I did have Pile Mine today, uh okay. up in is it Beachmont? It Woodmere. is. Be-
1: Woodmere. Uh Woodmere. Yep, it's Woodmere. Woodmere. So it's Pile like Mine
0: Style Pie. They it's, have new it, oh, it's so good. Very good. And I have half of it sitting in my car right now. So oh, once we that, get out of here, I'm going to finish that off.
1: Does Ashley know about it? Yes, I did tell her. Yeah. Okay. She's All not right. getting any, but I told her. Okay. I just want to make sure that happened. Also, <laughs> so Brian gives up stuff for Lent. And he's actually, like, we we got in an argument one time because he tried to say that breadsticks from a pizza place is not a pizza but they serve it with marinara and cheese. So I Mm -hmm. I, I tried to go, Brian, you can't. No, no, no. That is technically still pizza because it comes with pizza dough. And he goes, no, 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 they're breadsticks.
2: Yeah. There's a huge
1: difference. So it's like Brian is the kind of guy that goes, I'll give up cheeseburgers, but I'm not giving up bacon cheeseburgers. (laughs) <laughs> Get
2: out of here A <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, hamburger but... with a slice of cheese on the side That might make its way in See,
1: Benny <laughs> understands Well Vinny's Catholic Of course he understands <laughs> He looked at me today and goes Oh shit it's Fat Boy Tuesday I'm like yeah it's Fat Tuesday today oh. Bud He goes damn <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been a little bit better, better
0: gorge on the way home
2: Vinny Oh <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> nothing, nothing but fish. Here on. It's Fat Tuesday for a reason. I got to hit Burger King on the way home or yeah. something.
1: All right. So, l- here, let's get quickly into our top three. All right. So, I'm not even going to play the jingle. I'm too tired to play the jingle. So, Brian picked out our top three tonight. Our top three yep. is non-current Browns. All right. So, Chad, since you are the guest, we give you the floor. Give me your top three, three to one. Your top. Non-current Browns right now. All
3: right, so not everybody might like this list, but Xavier Howard's probably the number three. DB from Miami, probably the best nope. defensive player, in my opinion, in the league. Aaron Donald won <clears throat> Defensive Player of the Year, but Xavier Howard was rarely on any type of TV at all, unless you have NFL Network like I do. And that guy is just amazing week in, week out, whenever you watch a Dolphins game. And then my number two is a little surprising, Justin Jefferson. Cause I have him in Dynasty Leagues. That guy Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I just love watching him. Every very few guys that grab the ball can go to the house every time. When he does, I'm watching it. And and I just I just love watching the kid play and he's I think only twenty-three years old. And my number one's Josh Allen. I've been a homer since he was at Wyoming as a sophomore. I was tweeting out that I would take him number one, and he didn't even come out um, that year. He came out the following year, and I just love watching him play. His grit, the kid grew up on a farm like I did, and I'm not going to say anything about RQB, but (laughs) I love Baker. I love Baker, but, dude, Josh Allen just has the grit and the arm that you just don't see it every day, and he's my favorite non-Browns player. I was going to put you under the hot lamp. Would you take Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield on the Browns? Can't I answer? We had, I, no, I'll answer it. I'll be the first to yeah. tell you. I think if we had Josh Allen, we would have been playing Tom Brady this year. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's nothing against Baker. That's why I'm a Baker fan. And Baker didn't lose us nothing in this, this right. year. And he didn't do anything wrong. But I just think Josh Allen just has the grit and just the big arm that's going to win in this – type of atmosphere and climate that we need to win. I don't know. I, I love Baker, so I can't say nothing. Right. He's won it's me hard. over a lot more recently. It's hard. But, man, Josh Allen just has all the intangibles that you look for. And he right, has yeah. every bit to me. And he just hasn't had the tools until Stephon Diggs up there this year in Buffalo that I feel like – like people talked about his accuracy last year. Well, look what happened when we got Stephon Diggs. You know, he went from 57% to, you know, what, 65% this year? Right. MVP, that kid's tough, man. He got a couple MVP boats, too, yeah, in Buffalo. I mean, that's saying something. I just love the kid, so he's my number one. He's been for a while, other than the Browns guy
2: in the first half of the season. Do you think he would have done something different with OBJ than Baker did? I mean, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, that's uh, no, a Brett, good because right. of what all we've been talking about.
3: Right. Man. That's, <laughs> that's just, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I honestly think OBJ is old news. I, I honestly just don't think that that guy is what he used to be. Um, I mean, do you think he wouldn't have paid as
2: much attention to him? Kind of like what Baker did. Baker did well, no, pay a little bit that's more great, attention to OBJ.
3: That's that's great. I mean, that is a great way to point it but no i well, I, I i think I'm... josh allen probably would have fallen to the same that baker did or what's whatever the coach says mm-hmm. right no that's i true. mean in all honesty right and you're but so obj obj is a guy screaming in the huddle or screaming at halftime just like that baltimore game they threw to him what was it five straight passes after the half that, that, that i've never seen that happen in even a, a jv football game right Yep. Or or in a game in my entire life. That guy was screaming at somebody in the in the locker room, said, Get me the damn ball and the coach said, Yeah, we're gonna get him in the damn ball and force him. You can't mm-hmm. tell your quarterback to do that. Right. So I don't know if that was a Safanski thing or an OBJ thing. I don't think it was a Baker thing or a quarterback thing Okay.
0: Yeah, no, that makes and sense. I'm with you that uh that I have nothing against Baker. I love Baker, he's our guy, but you just look at the facts of it. The Browns have a better offensive line than the Bills. The Browns have better running backs than the Bills, and the Browns have better wide receivers than the Bills. So Josh Allen is working with less than what Baker is, and he put up an MVP-caliber season. So, yeah, you got to tip your cap to him. And the saving grace for Baker is Josh Allen's in the same system for his third year, and we hope Baker can get to that point.
3: Absolutely. I agree with that. And that's why I said I can't say nothing negative about Baker, but I love Josh.
1: (laughs) Well, Chad, I cannot thank you enough for coming on with us. You can find Chad at uh, bring Brownie back. What's your, what's your Twitter?
3: It's at Cleveland underscore elf is the, yeah, it's bring, bring Brownie back. All you gotta do
1: is search, bring Brownie back. All right. Yeah. Chad, Thank you so much for coming along with us. I hope
3: you have fun. Oh, dude, I had a ball, guys. I'm sorry. I probably yeah. left you guys longer than need be, but...
1: Oh, that's all right. That's all right. We'd love it. So, hey, thanks, and next week, catch us at the Foundry Social. but And Medina, you coming out? You're close.
3: Dude, I'll be there. Just send me the address. I don't think I've ever been there, to be honest. So... All right,
1: so we got... So we got pretty much the RBS show is showing up at the, uh,
3: I'll make APJ drive me. Oh, even better,
1: <laughs> even better. All right, brother. All right. Have a good night, my man.
3: All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, right, thank have a you. Good
1: night. Yep. All right, Brian, it's me and you. All right. So no, let's no, get, no. let's get through this top three quick because, uh, cause mama is very, very exhausted. So I'm going to go with my top three. All right, which normally I wait till later. So my top three, uh, I got to go with number three, Derrick Henry. I have not seen a man run a football like that in an, I don't know how long. Like it is, an, seriously, it's a linebacker running a football. Let's be honest. Like he is just a whole different breed of running back. Uh, my number two, a non-brown, DeAndre Hopkins. Because guess what, Hop got me Nick Chubb in our fantasy, <laughs> so I got I got to go with DeAndre Hopkins and my number one and ding! Uh, I am going to go off the board to Where you will be like, really, you're really going to go with this? Travis Kelsey? What he really? has done as a tight end has been just phenomenal to watch. So. Those are my top 3. I'm going to switch it over. That,
0: Go ahead. Cuz he's a Cleveland kid, does that have something to do with this? No, it Cleveland just kid? I
1: love I love watching Tide get love, buddy. Big boys getting love. You don't love Gronk? No, you want to know why? Cuz <laughs> Gronk's a punk. Double <laughs> standard. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see about that. I can say other things, but I can't do it right now. <laughs> So, Brian, give me your top three, and we're going to end with Vinny's top three.
0: Okay. My number three will probably shock you because I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's a Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> it is... Uh, Anderson or not Anderson, Alejandro Villanueva.
1: Hold on, and you gave me so much shit for talking about Steelers, and you're actually what? going to put a Steeler in your top three? Well, <laughs> let
0: me let me explain,
1: oh and I don't God. have to
0: explain any more than he served our country. He's a former Army Ranger, and
1: it, you would have to pull no that out. No
0: more explanation needed. So nope, I nope. wish he played for a different team. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be honest. He could play for any other team other than the Steelers, and I probably have him as my number one. But since he's on the Steelers, I, feel, I still feel like I have to put him on the least, list. So he's number three. Number two, I'm with you. It has to do with fantasy football. Dalvin Cook's been carrying my dynasty league for quite some time now. So he is number two. And number one, you can probably guess it.
1: Todd Brady. Yep. ultimate Trump start you Ohio State won 15 of the last 16 I I, 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 I. I say
0: well the greatest player to ever play play for Michigan
2: All right, Vinny give me your top 3 so we can end this show please yes sir Uh, top 3 is actually something that nobody has come up with yet so uh, Young Ho Ku is his number 3 is my number 3 one Is of that the, what it's fun to say? One of the best kickers out there. 37 out of 39 played for the Falcons. Amazing guy, you know. I I wouldn't mind him, I wouldn't mind finding a way to get him uh, you know, trade him away for parky. You know? Might help us out. A few more look points. At, look at bro, I look know at you're shaking face. your head, big bride. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> so give Here, me your number two there. You. Yep. Number two. Uh, you know, the hey. rest The rest of mine have already been chosen. Uh, definitely Tom Brady, number two. You know, one of the oldest guys out there. Absolutely. You know, played a fantastic game. Won the Super Bowl. Again, I hear you. I'll move on. I know. I know, Fatty. I'm going to move on to my number one. Number one, I got to go with my man on this one here, Josh Allen. Absolutely. Buffalo played a fantastic series, thirteen and three throughout the series. You know, um a little bit more I think they would have uh I, I think they would have uh gone a little further too.
1: All right. So Brian, give me that trivia question. Let's end this up.
0: All right. So I'm looking for how many first round picks that the Browns made are still on the team. All right. How many guys?
1: I am going to go with four. Okay, can you name them? Miles Garrett. Yep. Baker Mayfield. Yep. David Njoku. Yep. Denzel Ward. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I assume you forgot one, though. Our most recent one. Who was?
1: Jedrick. Jedrick Wills. So five. five. All right. All right. All right. But I got the other ones.
0: Bonus question. We have five other first round picks. Uh, Odell, Jack Conklin, Carl Joseph, Sheldon Richardson, and Adrian Claiborne. Also first rounders. Wow. Not by the Browns,
1: though. All right. So let's close out this show. All right. So you can find us live next week here on facebook twitter and our youtube channel which i got the past six episodes uploaded i believe so if you guys want to go back and listen subscribe subscribe and listen uh, we got to also god i can't wait for this live show video i'm so excited about the food i saw tater tots on your menu and i got excited <laughs> i can't help it so you know that's all it takes. I, that's all it tear takes. Tots? All I saw was tear tots and whiskey mules, and I'm like, "Oh <laughs> shit, I'm in." So, the thank you for letting me uh, crash at your party. place after this. Sure. All right, so uh let's let's close it out. So, uh Brian, give a God bless. Yep.
0: God bless you. God bless America.
1: All right. Then say good
2: night. Hey, have a good night, everybody.
1: All right, I am that fat guy. We definitely support our troops. We definitely support our first responders. And we thank you so much for listening. Come find us out at Legal Ham to the Face on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can find us at Ham Legal. You can find me at I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thanks for listening. It's one day. Play it my head on my head on my head on my head